Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thursday Live Lesson. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joined by Mr. Aaron, the voice. Now, come say what's up, Aaron. What's up? Mr. Kai, the legend mm-hmm. Ferguson. Hey, what's up, Kai? What's up? Did, did you mean to like look up when you said what's up? That <laughs> yeah. was all like, oh, yeah, snap. Because usually my microphone is <laughs> Okay. So. Like, is that like a new thing that you're doing now? Like, oh, what's, like, what's up? Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, usually I'm sitting there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And microfo- <laughs> microphone is right here. And I usually check to see if it's in the right orientation. Mm. So I thought you were doing a bit like, oh, what is up? You know, like, oh, snap. Are we doing this? <laughs> I, I could. Uh, kind of. Mm. I could unplug that microphone and then you can just put it in front of you. <laughs> I feel, plugged in. feels more comfortable yeah. that way. It's like a little kid who has like a controller that's not plugged in. And it's like, oh, you're doing really good. Yeah. 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 yeah my uncle did that for me like, a lot. And then when he finally plugged it in, he got his butt kicked. And he's like, let's unplug it again. Like, what up, Uncle Leo? How's uh, it going? <laughs> what up now? Uh, I guess we're not going to play video games anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 he like pulls, like unplugs the whole like Super Nintendo. Is like, oh, 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 oh no! Can be one of those kids where it's like, I'm gonna go take my my game and go home. I don't want to play with you <laughs> yeah. anymore. Now we'll never know who wins Mario Kart. <laughs> like you're right about to cross the finish line. Ah, oh, he was like, he was that petty. I hated it. <laughs> Right on, guys. Thursday live lesson is a um, is a podcast slash live uh, Q and A that we do here at Ukulele on the Ground. Um, once again, my name is Aldrin. That's Aaron. That's Kahai. Uh, the three of us are going to be answering any and all of the questions that we get via Ukulele on the Ground, via email, or however we get them. So let's get started, Kahai. Uh, let's answer the first question. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, Wesley asked. Um... Or he he said, uh, Mm -hmm. my right ring fingernail has been split down the middle for four years. I've tried super glue, nail polish, and wood glue. I can't seem to do anything to get it to stop catching and splitting more. Do you have any suggestions? Is that Um, a biking accident? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, where... Where is it split? Is it, I mean, does it split? Sounds like down the middle. Yeah. Is it split like through, like, you know, through the uh, the whole nail? Or is it just the nail? It's like the, you know, the the tip of the nail where like you would, you know, you would hit your strings. Is it at the edge, you know, like that, that, that split? Or is it split all the way down or even further down, you know, like to your finger kind? Like, is is it like. Mm -hmm. If you have it split that far, would it not just like fall off would the whole nail not fall mm-hmm. and I don't, I don't know i don't i don't know that's never happened so i mean you know uh, knock like, on wood like that ever happens to anybody really because like i've uh mm. sorry if this grosses people out yeah. but i've had like a toenail that mm. got hit by a door mm. and so it like peeled off yeah and the whole thing it didn't hurt actually mm-hmm. the whole thing just peeled off yeah. and a new nail like regrew in its place so right i on. I feel like if it's that damaged, wouldn't it like just eventually yeah. kind of yeah. fall off? So there you go. Wesley <laughs> just pulled it off. No, 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 don't do that. No, 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 no. That's guy's advice. That's not what I meant. That's not what I meant. That 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 even that creeps me out. I was like, ah, that's too much. Well, um, you know. Wait, so what is he asking? Is there uh, any advice? Like, he said it's a short split uh, it, right in the middle of the nail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so is it like, I mean, I, I understand it's the middle, it's in the middle part, but how, like, how low does it go to? Like, you to know, the like, nail bed? To the nail bed, yeah. Where yeah. the red part is. 
He says it's short, so I'm guessing it's like not going all the mm. way through at least. Yeah. Mm. But he, he just doesn't want it to catch on things? Mm. Is that that was the question? Uh, it seems like he's been trying to grow it out mm. and then they just keep splitting or something. Uh, so like uh, what is you guess? might not like the answer. The answer is you don't play f- with it for a while because what happens is you have to let it grow out. If it is beyond that or if it is like acting really weak and stuff, you don't use it. Kind of like if you have, uh, I mean, I have, here's getting a little personal, but I have tendonitis in my shoulder. And the first thing that the doctor does uh, and tells me to do in like physical therapy and stuff, it's like, don't, you know, don't strain it. Don't yeah. go. I'm like, oh, I play tennis. Like, what do you do? Like, I play tennis. I do all this stuff. It's like, okay, well, don't play tennis for like the next month or two. Like, just to don't not to aggravate and stuff. And same thing with your nail. I'm not saying your nail is a muscle or anything like that, but it needs to kind of grow out without you stressing it. Because it, with you playing your strings, that's it's just gonna keep <clears throat> like stressing that uh, that nail until it splits. But if you're not doing anything with it, it'll just grow. And then um, just keep like filing it down. Let it grow. File it down. I mean, don't you know? Don't use or play with that nail. And I know it's like impossible yeah. and stuff. Don't. Well, I mean, it's his ring, right? Mm-hmm. So so you could play with three fingers. That's true. Just this, this. So try Fine. to refrain from using yeah. your uh, your ring finger, um, like at you know at at all because any kind of contact with the string is going to aggravate that split. Yeah. So um, and you know, there's other ways to kind of go around it too. There are like some nail strengtheners and stuff. So while you're giving it a break, put some nail strengthener on there. There's some um. Uh, you can get maybe like a fake nail, you know, and um, or gels. Like you can put a gel coating on the nail if you really want that nail. Um, there's there's a few things you can do, but you're not going to like any of them. <laughs> like all those answers, it doesn't seem like, you know, like the answer that you want to hear. But those are ways that you can kind of regrow that, you know, regrow that nail. Um, it may not be as good as it like as it once was, but it's not going to split as much, you know. Um, and um <clears throat> mine does the same thing if it gets, gets to a certain length it does kind of um crack in the middle and it splits and stuff so what i try to do is i try to cut it or um or buff it before it gets to uh, even gets to that point so that it doesn't and as soon as i see or as soon as it's kind of catching on my clothes or anything like that like i just i just file it down like right away um with uh, yeah. with my thumb the um when when I did that dumb accident that I did, like, <laughs> it kind of split down um past the uh you know past the nail bed. Okay, so I had to let it grow up. Like I didn't use it, you know. I, I um I used the I used a thumb pick, and then um then I I cut the nail again, and then uh, I let it grow up, and then I cut the nail again because it has to go under uh, underneath where that where it splits. So it's going to be like the brand new kind of uh, nail that's been growing out. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's, I mean, you yeah. gotta just let off of it, you know, like because the more you use it, the more it's just gonna be susceptible to splitting again. Um, uh, yeah, grab some like nail strengthener. It's like this. Uh, it looks like nail polish, but it's clear. And then you just like kind of put it on there. You do it maybe two times a day for like you know a few weeks to a month, and lay off of it, and that should, and it should grow. So like yeah, the, the, so you the more get, it grow, get beyond yeah. the crack. Right, and, and then and like then buff cut, it. yeah, mm. or yeah, or buff below the crack. yeah below the crack. So, so buff it, solid yeah. surface. Yeah. Let it grow out again. Buff it again, and you know while you're doing that, you're you're putting those you know that nail strengthener like you know every uh, every so often that you know that, that you have. So just and don't even like 
uh, take uh, acetone and take it off and take take off the stuff and then put a new coat on. Just put the new coat on on top of it. Like it just um, it will prevent that nail from splitting as much. It it can still split, but if you don't use it, you know, especially uh, with with your instrument, um, if you don't use it, it should be able to recover. Haven't you like broke uh, your thumbnail, like where it's kind of either chipped or there's broken a little bit? Yeah, where you and... see the, the the meat, <laughs> like or, under the. Uh... Ooh, but like, or I, I just meant like the <laughs> yeah, kind of not even like to the nail bit, but like mm. just the tip and stuff. Yeah, and I, I feel like uh, I've been with you when you you broke it, break it a little bit, mm. and you kind of just like cut it clean, right? Like yeah, cut yeah. it to make sure that just cut it. There's no mm-hmm. like you don't try to like save it by cutting no, 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 no. like just that part off. You yeah. just cut it right underneath it beyond yeah. The, yeah. the crack. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. I, I, like because that that makes it like sure. Because mm-hmm. if not, then you're probably gonna break mm-hmm. it some more, right? It's mm-hmm. more likely to break or splinter in another way. So yeah, it's better yeah, to yeah. just like cut it straight cut off. It, cut it. Yeah, because like it's just it's not worth saving. And um, and it might be long enough to kind of still use, but it'll split again, and then it might be worse that time. So just kind of cut up right underneath it or buff right underneath it. I would say buff so that you can, uh, it, it keeps it kind of flat so you have a thicker nail that grows out afterwards. Because if you just cut it, um, it's just going to grow exactly the same. If you buff it, it has a chance to grow thicker. Um, yeah. That's that's it, my advice. <laughs> it's it's something you don't want to hear. Like, no, what do you mean I can't use that? Like, well, you know, do you want your tendonitis to get better? <laughs> like, not by playing tennis. Like, you know, I, I was just like, is there any other way? Can, is there like a, like a shot I could take? Or I was just like, I want to play tennis. They're like, no, just stay off. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, don't. But I mean, know? for your for your mm. own playing, other mm. than rolls and stuff, you hardly yeah. use your ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, mm-hmm. there's not too many, you know. No, because I, yeah, I, I use a three finger. Yeah, um, finger yeah, picking, picking, and then your strumming is mostly your pointer mm-hmm. finger, and then your picking is mostly your thumb. Mm-hmm. So it's like ring finger is kind of like farther down on the line. Yeah, you can, you yeah, can yeah. save that, you know. Even yeah. even your your ring finger currently too, right? It's mm-hmm. not actually that long. Like it's not grown out extra long mm. to, to yeah, be able to like play your, either your yeah, my, so yeah it's it, the shortest <laughs> <laughs> my pointer and my because my middle finger is like super long so because i can kind of i can do this picking pointer mm. finger is not that long because it's it's gonna it's split. always like, gonna, it's, yeah. it's gonna split that's one of those nails that like that's just how it's gonna be until like i don't know like i retire from playing ukulele like that nail will never recover until then, you know because <laughs> it's always strumming. yeah it's always doing this crazy strum so it's just i gave up on it you know um and i don't like uh, so Calais is like why don't you like put gel like well the gel um creates this like kind of t- tickety tack noise that, like that i don't like sound. yeah on a, on on top of my ukulele so i don't really like that either um i learned that from like kind of bandito tyler the album that i did and i think i told that story before but um, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I, I I believe that's kind of one of the you know one of the things that you can do. I mean, uh, other than like putting a fake nail or adding you know like adding gel and stuff like that, that could fix it. But you know you're gonna have to do that all the time. You know, like you're uh, you're gonna have to kind of keep up with it because the nail will grow and um and the gel will grow with the nail. So you gotta go back to the salon and refill <laughs> and do that stuff. So. 
Uh, whatever you choose to do, those are some options that you have. He should uh, he should tape up just his ring finger when he's playing <laughs> to remind himself not to use it. Like, <laughs> yeah. So if he like touches yeah. a string, it's like, oh, that's I'm touching tape. Like I can tie a tape. string around <laughs> to remind mm. yourself. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's that's what I did. I mean, I, not to remind myself, but I, I did in uh, in check. Remember, like I broke my mm-hmm. uh, my thumbnail in check. So. I took a band-aid and put it over it and then like I just wrapped the crap out of it with like duct tape. And then well I I put the uh, I put the thumb pick on and then I wrapped it with duct tape. <laughs> and it's like, okay, well so that means it's only gonna hit the uh the um the thumb pick. It's not never gonna hit my uh, my, my actual thumb. And which is actually pretty cool because I can still do like, you know, do rolls with like the thumb going up. Yeah. Like the extended rolls that I do. Because it was just like Duct tape. It was covered, so I could still kind of do stuff. And that, like that gig, actually turned out okay. (laughs) Just, just the thumb pick. That's that's like uh um like the stories you hear of like samurai who they're like just put the sword in my hand and wrap it around with bandages or something so I can still fight. Yeah, Yeah. I can't even hold it anymore. You just gotta put it in my hand. I wasn't about to be flown halfway around the world just to go, you know, my nail broke. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry, on your <guys>. bathroom. <laughs> like I was, uh, I had a weird case of insomnia and I broke my nail in your bathroom. Sorry, I can't play. Um, so lunch? <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? like, yeah. No, that doesn't happen. So You yeah. guys want to play uh, <laughs> s- uh, strumming songs? We can all just uh, strum <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> pick, right? You don't yeah. need to see what I do. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, we like on our YouTube mm-hmm. channel. I think you did a, a uke minutes or something about re- restringing. Yeah. Oh, really? And so there was like a comment mm-hmm. saying like, "Oh, this guy is a liar." Like, because mm-hmm. he said that um, if like your strings break during during a gig, he just yeah. restrings it and then plays at the <laughs> gig, yeah. and like a string takes like a week to settle yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. Well, what else are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> it's like if you're okay. a professional at a gig, you just restring and you just yeah, do you it. Just, like you, you know? just hope for the best. Like yeah. it's not gonna be in tune. Yeah. You put your ukulele down and you put the what is that shaky thing that to supposedly like um, make your like the tone ukulele. rate? Oh, tone yeah, rate. tone rate. Uh-huh. But it's supposed to like set your strings faster yeah. too yeah so you just put that on on stage and you just sit down and be well, like yeah. uh, so how, how are your guys days going you gotta <laughs> wait for my string to stretch wait, out yeah. you know before I get yeah, no, I mean I like that that he was so incredulous that They're like hey yeah yeah I'm calling him out because <laughs> that doesn't happen it's like no Strings break sometimes during gigs, and that's the best that you that's, can do. You just gotta hang on to your hats. But uh, there was a gig that um, I broke the G string, haha, mm-hmm. um, and I just played like without it. I just played yeah, the C, yeah, E, yeah. and A because you know whatever. If I had to break one string, that would be the one. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. and I could still kind of uh, keep playing, but. If, like, the A string breaks, I'm sorry. I got to change it. Unless you guys want to see a terrible show, you know? like Yeah. But Although it has happened mm-hmm. mid-song and you mm-hmm. finish the song first. Yeah. And then... You just then finish the it, song yes. without that string. Yes, yes. yes. Do not stop in the middle of a song. <laughs> and then, like, oh, sorry, guys. I got to restring yeah. my, my, my uke or whatever. You've probably seen the, the video with, like, Stevie Ray Vaughan uh-huh. and one of his strings breaks. Yeah. And he just keeps singing and yeah. while the guitar tech takes yeah. off his yeah. guitar around him <laughs> and put a new guitar back on. 
He would that, pay that guitar tech more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you would think the guitar tech would just hand him a new guitar to play with. No, he did. Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, well, did he? Well, yeah. Stevie Ray Vaughan had the mic in front of yeah. him, and he's singing the whole time. Yeah. And the guitar tech just, yeah, like, un- goes behind him, unclips the guitar, yeah. pull yeah. it around him, and then yeah. put another then, guitar, oh, another guitar nice, with the nice, strap nice, on, nice, and yeah, then yeah, plugged yeah. in. Oh. And then he kept going. Yeah, yeah. give him a raise. You could tell that Guitar mm. Tech 2 was like, I'm just I'm trying to be as quick as I can <laughs> on stage. Just trying yeah. to get this back on yeah. and then I'm out of here. Like the, mm. the theater people that were all black and move the things around the uh, set. Um, <laughs> yeah, he was like that. Uh, ninjaing around. Yeah, yeah I remember. Ninjas. Yeah. Ninjas. I remember being in, um, I, I just got like prototypes for my strings and I've, um, and the diameter wasn't really locked in yet. Remember that? We were <laughs> yep, at like, yeah. Island Bazaar. Yeah, that's the yeah. one I was talking yeah, about. Island yeah, Bazaar. That's what I was thinking. My A string broke in the middle. Of, and we're playing Europa. Yeah. We're like, ah, uh, you can't not have an A string. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was... I, I finished the song and I was like, okay, cool. We're going to take a 10 minute break and uh, we'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> there was, there's not too many times when we're performing that I clap for you. But I was, <laughs> I, like, after that song, I was, I was clapping. <laughs> like that was impressive. And, and I think I remember like when you finish the song, you're like, oh, hey, um, I got to go change my string real quick. Uh, Aaron's going to sing a song. Yeah. And I think it was only when you said it and you pointed out that yeah. people realized you broke a string because <laughs> yeah. some people were like oh like they realized yeah. you broke it during yeah. the song yeah otherwise you would have just, you been just like, relied on your e string mm-hmm. yeah i just finished the song shifted everything up yeah it was weird because so in my mind if you know if i want to let you guys in my, my my mind for a second here like i just shifted everything five frets up so that mm-hmm. would make that you know my my a string basically yeah and um all the riffs that i that you know that i would do it would be exactly the same, except the string above it is a half step down. Does oh, that make sense? Like, so, so if you're, yeah, if you have to go to your C, you have to move back. A yes, lot. yes. Yeah. But then, um, so like here is my is my A, right? Where the top should be an E, right? Mm-hmm. But it's an F, so it has to be a half step down. Uh, and then, you know, if I needed to, uh, like you said, pick stuff with my C string, oh, I would have to go all the way oh, down. I see, I see. So yeah, yeah, you know, something yeah. like. Right? Yeah. So instead of here, where I'm like in the third fret, so I'd be here, third fret, but then down one. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so I'd do some. And so uh, I, yeah. I could still do that, but like it was. You gotta think. Yeah, I had more. to just think of my toes. Yeah. And like wow. towards the end of, uh, of Europa is very unforgiving. <laughs> like there's a lot of runs, and I'm like, oh my god, my brain has to process this. But I was like in panic mode that maybe like. Like endorphins kicked in, and like I was working in Super Saiyan. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, yeah. yes, your brain just <laughs> yeah. goes faster. The other thing I've seen you do, like when you break a string, because when you break a string, mm. your whole instrument, like it releases the tension that the string was yeah. holding, right? Mm. So it changes all the tuning of your other strings too, yeah. or at least a little bit. And I've seen mm. you like break a string, play, and then like quickly adjust the, the E yeah. and C rate, mm. like, yeah. So, yeah. So just just desperate times, <laughs> you know. Like yeah. that's one of those things you just don't stop. You don't stop. Uh-huh. You finish the song and then you stop. <laughs> and then you can take a break. And, and then you let Aaron sing one <laughs> <laughs> while you change your string. Did you have to sing two songs? Do you remember? Or just one? Uh, I don't know. I forget. Mm. But I I do remember. I think you did realizing that you had break, bro- broken your <laughs> string and then like. 
you just kept going, and I was like, okay, I'm just gonna keep the background going too. I think. Oh my gosh! So I think you you yeah. said like, oh, Aaron's gonna sing a song, and I think you sang um, somewhere over the rainbow. And you were changing your string at the same time, and yeah. then you came back like partway through the song. Mm-hmm. You kind of yeah. started playing with mm-hmm. them, but then you also had him play a "Come On Eileen," and I remember that. Mm-hmm. Vividly okay, so it's kind of two song. Yeah, yeah, because me and me and uh, uh, Kyle were in the back, mm-hmm. and we were dancing to "Come On Eileen," <laughs> so oh. that's the only reason I remember. Uh, it's it's yeah. because I put the string on on uh, "Somewhere Over the Rainbow." But yeah. I think I was waiting for it to settle, so I needed him to play something else yeah. Yeah. as a second yeah. song. Yeah, so you just kind of stretch it yeah. and yeah. retune. Yeah, but even though I work that hard to to please the audience, I'm still gonna be called out for being a liar. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, try my best. This guy's a phony. <laughs> you can't just change a string at a gig. That's gonna go off tune. It's like, yep, yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. Go off it does. <laughs> And you just deal with it. I didn't lie about that part. Just, it does go off too. You but. just stretch, you just stretch, and you keep retuning. Yeah, until I just, it doesn't as much. <laughs> yeah, I I love to. I mean, we've been calling it out for a while, like on the the live jam, mm-hmm. right? But I love like earlier how many people would like say. Is this really live? <laughs> like this? No, there's no way that this can be really live. Right? Ever yeah. since, ever since those comments and stuff, I actually stopped. Not that I'm like I'm not trying hard anymore and stuff. Like I've actually just like let it go now. And like yeah. and if I play wrong or if I forget <laughs> the lyrics or if I'm a little bit off oh. tune, I'm just like, yeah. oh whatever. Like this is just more like um it, it kind of shows off that we are live more you know more yeah. now than ever like before we we're trying to run a tight ship where people could kind of you know like is this live but now it's like yeah he's definitely live <laughs> he's, he would have he would have cut that out if uh you know it's like uh, last week when you started playing drop baby drop and then yeah. you you kind of like missed the picking or whatever yeah and it's just like <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like when that happens, I I just like mm-hmm. think like, oh, this is gonna be a fun show because it's like kind of, I feel like we get the kind of giggly energy that we yeah. get. And it's like, oh yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, and that's what happens. It's a real, it's a jam. It's not like you know, like a dream time at Carnegie Hall. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's jam time. Like that's that's what it is. Like if I'm jamming, it doesn't matter if it's here for like a low Friday live jam or if I'm jamming with Kalei or whatever. If somebody messes up, then they mess up. Like mm-hmm. lyrics playing chords whatever it's just it's part of the jam like we're all mm-hmm. human yeah. unless you jam with jake of course yeah then you, you, <laughs> then you never super human up. yeah <laughs> especially not on Kauai. especially not on uh, <laughs> bohemian rhapsody where he would have to stop midway in the song and start all over again definitely not no i love you jake <laughs> yeah he's gonna give us a, the james hill message but a bad one he's like oh I heard the comments that you made about me. <laughs> there's um there's a video by this like YouTuber Sideways. Yeah. And he says that most professionals reach like this point in playing music where you don't you're not really thinking about the sheet music or you're not really thinking about the music being played. Mm-hmm. Your hands kind of just move on your mm-hmm. own rate. Mm-hmm. But he says like that's also the most dangerous time yeah. because if you accidentally mess up or you hit something and your momentum just stops. Mm-hmm. That's when your your mind blanks, and you're uh, like, "Oh, uh, yeah. where was I? Like, yeah. where do I?" So I can totally understand Jake yeah. being like, "I gotta start over. I don't know where I was. I yeah. don't know what happened." Yeah. 
Last night, um, somebody asked for I'm Yours, and we haven't played that in at least a year, two years mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, I don't know the uh, the lyrics to this song right now, but I'm, we're just going to start playing and... <laughs> we'll yeah, yeah, we'll see. And just like muscle memory and like, Everything just kind of kicked in. I'm like, huh, these are the lyrics. But like, if I stop and told me, write down the lyrics, I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just imagine that, that pseudo rap part, too, mm. right? That he kind of does where it's like, mm. uh, you're breathing on the glass or you're really just fogging <laughs> up the glass. Fogged up the yeah. glass. Yeah. yeah. I can't even remember. <laughs> yeah. That's, <sighs> it's, uh, it's cool. But it was, I took it as a challenge. I usually don't like to do requests and stuff. But when we got that request, I'm like, you know what? Let's see. Let's yeah. see how much I remember. <laughs> yeah. Same with that Bare Naked Ladies song. Oh, we yeah, never yes. play that song. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just that. It's like, mm. a, like you don't know every single curve yeah. of the road. Mm. But if your headlights are on, you can mm. illuminate just enough to know what the next thing <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah. And you just make your way. That, like, uh, on the off chance that I see you guys play... Mm. Like, when you, you kind of mention, like, oh, yeah, I'm not really sure about the lyrics of the song. Mm. I get, like, a tightness in my chest, and I, I like, I want to be like, <laughs> I'll pull up the lyrics for you. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. find it for you. Here's some coffee, boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like, I'm not at work. I don't have my laptop. But I'm, what can I do? Yeah, no, it's fine. Sometimes I say it just to say it. Yeah. Just to, like... Give the uh, the, the people a, yeah, or... and give the people a heads up that it's gonna be a singing song. That's why I do it. It's just like oh, just kind of like sing along because know the lyrics because I sometimes forget them. Like I <laughs> say that as a joke and as kind of insurance, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know, like so that if I do mess up on the lyrics, I'm like yeah, I, I said sorry I in the beginning. You. Yeah, I s- <laughs> told you I'd do that. <laughs> I'm like so used to Fridays too that when you guys play live, yeah. Oh, in my head, like if you guys are playing a song that mm-hmm. you guys play during Fridays, mm-hmm. I'll be thinking about switching the camera. You, like, yeah, like, 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 okay, this time to change the camera now. Mm-hmm. Time to change the camera now. It's cool. He's or like, change the chords on mm-hmm. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the bridge is coming up sooner. It's <laughs> like, oh no, oh no, I gotta, I gotta switch both. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Do we have any more questions? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. So uh, we got this from Devin, mm-hmm. uh, and he said, I was wondering what you guys do on a weekly basis relating to practice and play. Uh, also mixed into that, how often do you find something new to learn, song or songs? And how do you mix that into your week? Uh, and then he has like a follow-up too after mm-hmm. that. So um, we, we have zero practices. Like we have, <laughs> gigs I mean, are practices. Gigs, yeah, that's our two-hour paid practice. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know... Whenever there's not like a set schedule, it's not like uh, oh okay, well it's Tuesday, so you know we gotta like uh, we gotta practice or we gotta do the song or did you come up with a song? It's been two weeks or two months or two years even, you know, like who knows? <laughs> but like any time that we feel compelled to kind of like bring a song up, that's when we try to learn something new. Like like oh, I've been kind of fooling around with the song. I think it matches our set, you know. Yeah, then I'll then come to like you'll like, you'll tell me or yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. And, and then, just kind of listen to it. And then um, we'll play it maybe once or twice just by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And then we'll try it out, you know, like at the at the Wednesday show. That's why it's paid practice. Like yeah. we go to the Wednesday show, we try it out. And the first, usually the first month, two months, it's like we're still kind of feeling the song. But once we kind of get it down and um, and there's really not even a communication. Like, I mean, if there is, 
it's very little to like oh you should should do this or you should do that like we just i just kind of let aaron do his thing and he kind of lets me do my thing and that that's kind of how our chemistry is when uh, when when we play together and it's like i know where my strengths and weaknesses are and so does aaron you know like we kind of fill fill in each other's uh weaknesses yeah and it depends on who's singing too that's like true if you're yeah, singing yeah. then i just kind of follow what you yeah. want to do like mm-hmm. if you want to emphasize one note it's more true, true. then i just mm-hmm. make a mental note of yeah. that and then do that the mm-hmm. next time mm-hmm. and then um and then same same thing with if yeah. i'm singing then he just kind of like i just think about where the yeah. yeah where the punches are going to be yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, where i'm you know where i'm clear to do like an ukulele riff or a solo or something yeah and then based know? off of the original song like yeah. if you if there's if you, a riff yeah yeah want to recreate that that mm-hmm. riff then he just does it in yeah. the right place mm-hmm. but cuz like you know if if i'm not singing and he's singing i mean there's there's kind of a fine line of playing too much you know yeah. like and i don't ever want to cr- cross that or anything so um i just kind of follow him i do what i do what he does and and in return if i'm doing something and if i'm singing something he kind of just follows me that's really it like there's no set schedule so i don't know in a week like in a week typical week it's zero <laughs> like zero <laughs> hours of practice or yeah. like getting together or learning songs and stuff it, there could be a zero month even you know like but yeah. um we try to like give each other a heads up of like what we're kind of jamming or like what we're working on or anything like that it's like oh, i've been kind of playing this a lot does this work and if it doesn't work then it doesn't work there's a lot of stuff that we tried on wednesday nights and um and it just doesn't click so we like we throw it out you know mm-hmm. like and we put in new stuff uh in place of it but then the stuff that we you know that we have or that we play on our shows it's usually those uh those are the ones that are you know like tried and true like it gets a good response um the arrangement is good enough you know like that uh that the audience receives it well um and we like the arrangements and we don't mind playing it you know like uh, a lot of times or in, you know repeatedly and those are kind of our criteria or at least mine like for um, you know for putting a song in our set like is it um you know how popular is that song is everybody else playing that song that's something like you know it might be redundant like you might yeah. just be you know, that's why we a lot of people ask for somewhere over the rainbow we don't like and i personally yeah i personally don't yeah. like doing it and not because i don't like the song it's because like and not i don't want to be the cool guy going it's so overplayed but it's just like if we played it we would just be a drop in the bucket like we'd just be one of the people who plays that song we don't we wouldn't even play it as well as some others do you know like so we have and, to kind of and not nearly as well yeah, as the original, original you know what i mean yeah so we want to like yeah we want to keep that in mind because like you know we we are putting ourselves out there and if it's going to be a cover of of a song as iconic to the ukulele as somewhere over the rainbow like we better bring something good yeah you know? or something like, and, different or yeah something, but we feel like we yeah can't like you know we we can't be any better than like than i'm not saying that you know like that that we're better the other stuff that we do but it's at least different it's at least us mm-hmm. you know like um we wouldn't know how to make that into our thing until we we kind of turn to the Judy Garland version and then Aaron starts singing that and I built up Aaron it's like part of the show he's like oh man he's the voice is going to sing this song you know like and it becomes a thing then it's it's its own thing that's like when I when I do like doing it so in the times that I that we do play that song it has to be kind of our way and our terms and our rules i always uh, i've i've been saying a new joke recently like cuz i like um 
White Sandy Beach. I love that song. You know, I've always loved kind of jamming that song. I'm like, okay, we're going to play uh, we're gonna play a song by Israel Kamaka Vivole. No, not that one. <laughs> this <laughs> other becomes, one. Yeah, yeah. Part and, of that. yeah, because of part of, you know, part yeah. of the thing where like, just letting everyone know, please don't ask for that song. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah. And I sometimes rail on him like, yeah, not that one. Because we could, we all know we got that CD in our car. We just pop it in. <laughs> it'll be better than what we're going to give you. Like, we're very honest on stage. <laughs> That that song is played so often and yeah. around like so many different places where you, you just walk into a store and it's played here on Kauai, yeah. right? Yeah. Like on the radio or whatever. Mm-hmm. So since it's played so often, I feel like even people who live here, like, you know, if you go to a party or whatever, they might have mm-hmm. is playing, but they probably won't have that song. Yeah. yeah. Probably in, have... their, in their set list or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Or like mm-hmm. even like, you know, if they make a playlist just to have mm-hmm. background music for a party, oh, uh, yeah. they might have that. Like they, they'll have, they might have White Sandy Beach, mm-hmm. Hene Hene Koaka, like other mm-hmm. songs. But I don't really think you'll hear that song. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Kind of. And I, I, I don't know. It's like I feel like if you do play it at a party, like mm-hmm. people will be like, uh, this "Yeah, is okay, I guess." Mm-hmm. But people choose you, to play uh, that song if you're. Why are you playing this from it's Hawaii? Kind of I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But like individually, so we talked about you know like kind of performing live and stuff. But individually, um, I do work on some songs. Like at least you know, like every week I'm working on like something different, or I'm making something uh old new or i'm doing something kind of experimenting with that or just uh practicing not necessarily ukulele but just music in general like with my guitar or now piano that i just bought one um i've been really enjoying that piano man it's it's, it's really 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 cool i and i don't know how i'm um my wife was like oh you should go buy like some beginner books and learn i'm like no it's actually better if i don't <laughs> just make like I know how you know because I know chords and stuff. Uh-huh. Like, uh, <laughs> but um, that's why you see like some keyboardists like this. In Hawaii, yeah. like. <laughs> you gotta, uh, you gotta get the, you gotta get black blackout sunglasses. <laughs> put that oh. on and you just play. But anyway, back to ukulele, like. I you know and um, just kind of learning music because I I feel like and and I've said this before if you're working on scales you know then you're pretty much working on everything in that key so I'd be um, I'd be kind of not necessarily working on scales but working on um, like chord progressions and just kind of fooling fooling around with stuff and what can I do um, not necessarily always on ukulele but I could do it on guitar on on piano and whatnot like I'll just think of lines that that would sound good. I pick up my ukulele and then I take like a, a song that I already know and then maybe come up with a different riff for it. Like that's something that I do too. And I do that at least once a week, at least. Yeah, like I, I think uh, when you reach a certain point, playing and practicing mm-hmm. are like two different things. Yeah, yeah. And if you're going to, you know, people say like, oh, I practice a song and they play the song all the way through. Mm-hmm. It's like to me, that's like, oh, that's that's fine, and if you feel that way, that's mm-hmm. fine, perfectly fine mm-hmm. too. But for me, like practices, practicing a song mm-hmm. is like playing a song, and then the part that I mess up, I'm gonna like focus in on that, mm-hmm. and then yeah. I just might you know run through that part like ten times, like and run through that part like knowing that I can't play that part, I'll mm-hmm. take it slower so yeah. I can make sure I get each note clean, then yeah, take it yeah. faster and faster. Yeah. And then, you know, and then like I'll, I'll run through the whole song, mm-hmm. make sure I can play it and then be like, okay, I can mm-hmm. play that song. And I don't, 
like really need to you know dissect it and then pull it apart find what parts yeah. that i need to really hone in on anymore and it's it's uh it's tough because i don't um necessarily do a lot of uh like new covers you know that that much i'll come up with like one big one or two big covers maybe like a year like that's just for myself but if we're also counting in um, ukulele underground like the stuff we do you know for for uh for our site then it's at least like one new cover song a month because that has to be something that like comes out you know for the lesson um and we got a great one for next month by the way i, I just learned it it's one of the hardest riffs that i had to like figure <laughs> out but it's so much fun to play and uh yeah well, like, and even that, usually it's two, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, sometimes we don't, we can't get a solo up every month. Yeah. yeah but then when you do, do, we do do a solo arrangement, mm-hmm. like, usually you're figuring out a solo arrangement of mm-hmm. another song that doesn't necessarily have a solo mm-hmm. arrangement. So that's you working on that song, too. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay, so uh, you said he had follow-up questions? Uh, yeah, just uh, one more. So mm-hmm. uh, he said... Um, for a solid intermediate uh, player, what is the recommendation for uh, the week for, of music for someone? So, I um, guess just thinking. Yeah, if you're like kind of starting out and stuff. Um, wait, repeat the first part, I guess, on the low G. Wait. Uh, no, a solid intermediate. Oh, oh intermediate. Um, like an intermediate player. Uh, for an intermediate player, I would just start like you know, doing uh, my best advice is just to be doing what, what, what I did back then where you're just kind of putting on like popping in albums that you kind of, you know, they kind of know and you have, you know, if you have an iPad or like a laptop or a computer and stuff, then I'll uh, just uh, bring up the lyrics and the chords and just kind of play along with those tunes because not only are you practicing maybe new chord progressions, but you're also practicing the groove of, uh, of whoever did it. You know, so, so you're, you're playing along yeah, with the playing song. along with the song yeah. itself. So the song itself is going to have a certain groove, and that kind of helps you do that. If you're an intermediate player, you should be able to catch groove. You should be able to switch to the chords, you know, when uh, when when needed, um, unless it's asking you for something like a, a sharp five or flat five, sharp eleven, or something. You know, like you should know at least the uh, you know basic to a little advanced chords that you know at that point. Um, and that just like you don't necessarily have to pick and if you want to pick you know like you can pick but I think just kind of grooving and, and playing with the song and um, helping you out with, uh, with with rhythm and groove I think that's that should be something that you can do and you're like making your repertoire a lot you know a lot larger and wider by kind of learning new stuff all the time and um, you can you know practice uh, improv if you want to same thing play that song you know the chorus to it because you have your you know you have your trusty iPad or or laptop or something so you know you can figure out what key it's in then while the song's playing just fool around with like with, with picking and doing some you know some improvisation i did that you know as well that's kind of how i got better at doing uh doing improv and figuring out riffs and whatnot so that's something that you can do too um and at the same time you can work on your scales so the scales doesn't have to be boring like it doesn't just have to be You know, like the whole time it can be something you know like uh for example like it's late i always use this song mm-hmm. the 
So you're playing that scale, you're practicing that scale, but to that groove, you know? And you're so you're not only getting better at that scale, but you're getting better at like kind of playing it on beats and on time and on groove with, you know, with the with the with the background and stuff. And that's why I've been so spoiled with, you know, with playing with somebody. I've never been I mean, I I, I shouldn't say never, but I didn't really like um, playing alone, you know, doing like solo ukulele gigs and stuff. I've always wanted to bring Aaron with me because that's just how I practice. That's how I learn. That's like where I'm most comfortable is if I'm following a group that somebody set for me. Yeah, I think uh, you said uh, you have your trusty like mm-hmm. iPad or laptop or something. Yeah. But I think if you really want to challenge yourself, like put in um, songs or like put in uh, CD or whatever that you really know, like you know the sound of, but mm-hmm. you've never tried to play along with before. You just try to figure it out. Yeah, and then <laughs> figure out by ear and uh, try and figure out as much as you can. And then maybe afterwards, after you've really played around with the song and you feel like you got enough, look up like what key it is or what chords it's using. Yeah. And you'll probably find like, Oh, I got like some Pretty of close. these. Yeah, yeah, I got these. Some of these wrong, or I got some of these right. But like, even if you know uh, the song is in C and you're mm-hmm. soloing in G. That's like pretty close where you can feel pretty good about it. And you can probably pick up like little tricks that, mm-hmm. you know, it's not something that people are going to tell you like, oh, yeah, if somebody's playing in C, you can just solo in G. But it will make yeah. you feel more comfortable, like just all over and right. comfortable playing, you know, playing around wrong notes mm-hmm. or playing around good notes how to mm. fit wrong notes into mm. good <laughs> notes you know yeah, yeah like uh the the challenge that we did where we uh, you we jumped in the car and then we drove down and you had to figure out the song just on the radio or like we were playing it over the radio yeah like there's things that you're playing that like it's like oh that's technically not the right chord yeah. but you can see it sounds yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it sounds rel- relative yeah, and you can see where, you, why you thought it was yeah. that, and you were playing it in a way that you probably ninety percent of people wouldn't be mm-hmm. able to tell, or even ninety nine. So that's pretty good. Like mm-hmm. if we can get that close to it, you know. Yeah. So and then sometimes you might just be like, "Oh, I was completely off," but yeah. even then, and that's I, when you learn, you know. Yeah, and I feel like that's pretty fun to find out too. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know why I thought. This was in, you know, G when it's in mm-hmm. B flat or whatever. It's like <laughs> yeah, a really yeah. weird chord. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else? Um, uh, no, uh, Devin added that he's, it seems like he's pretty much doing what we were saying. So, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Like that's, you know, like that's basically like what, what I did in order to kind of reach like a different level. It's just kind of knowing and, uh, and trying to, f- play with the greats so to speak you know so to speak because if i pop in a santana album or a pure heart album or kyle creative voice album or whatever it is i imagine myself like being on stage with those guys and just kind of jamming with those guys you know like and and that feeling is like makes you so motivated to play your instrument and makes you like it gives you a confidence that like okay well you know if i'm playing with these guys i better play it at my best you know like mm-hmm. it always kind of keeps you at you know at your best or on your toes and stuff so it's it's a really great way of practicing and, and, and getting better on your own something i've noticed when we've talked to you know like all these professional players mm-hmm. too it seems like um you, you know you, you always hear stories of people like locking themselves in their bedroom and mm-hmm. like just Play, like playing and practicing and putting in the time mm. 
But I think a lot of these guys, besides like actively practicing techniques, you know, mm-hmm. and like doing like, oh, I'm going to do scales, I'm going to do, uh, I'm going to practice my hammer on, I'm going to practice this, you know, solidly. You hear a lot of these guys talk about like, oh, yeah, I, I practice like playing, listening along to stuff. Yeah. Or like practicing actively listening, mm-hmm. I think is is a big thing that you'll find that a lot of good players have, and then players who are you know maybe on the cusp of like be- going from beginner to intermediate, they they might have all the techniques down, but they might not be able to like hear what's being played and replicated, mm-hmm. or hear how they fit in yeah. to a song. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, today our songs are due. So I always do it last like 45, 50 minutes of, yeah. the, of the thing. So um, we here at Ukulele Underground's Thursday Live Lesson, we have a songwriting challenge that we put on. That we try to do it every month. Um, so this time our challenge was to write a song into 5-1. So for example, in the key of C, it'll be D minor G. Oh, sorry there. D minor G, C. Yeah. Or uh, in G, it'll be A minor D, G. In F, it'll be G minor C, F. In D, it'll be E minor A, D. That's really all you needed to do was just write a song in 2-5-1 with that progression or have that progression in there somewhere, okay? And um, we can have bonus, so you can have lyrics if you want to. You can add chords, not in key. Uh, odd time signature, talk about the birds and the bees, or grunge, you know, so these, uh, you can have any one of these. That's fun. It's just kind of a guideline, you know, if um, if you want to write a song in particular or if you're looking for um, song inspirations or direction, those are some bonuses that you can add in there, okay? But all you basically need to do is write a song in 251. It doesn't matter what it is, okay? Or just to have 251 in it. <laughs> um, I got to go grab my phone. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go, yeah, go grab your phone. Uh, yeah. So I'll go, f- I'll go first. Historically, I always go first. <laughs> you can start so, um, explaining your song while I read <laughs> So this uh, this song, I actually wrote two verses. Yeah, for it. Um, I tried to do everything that you know that's on the bonus. Uh, chords not in key. I tried to add at the odd time signature, and I'm gonna attempt it, but it's like gonna be kind of funky. Um, I wrote it has birds and bees in it. And uh, and it, um, I tried to make it as grunge as you know as, as I could, but see, the last <laughs> I remember the last time that I wrote something or like the time before that, I was trying to write something and then like it got to kind of like a a weird part of me like that I I, I reached and I'm like and then I turned it into a funny song instead because uh-huh. I was afraid uh-huh. of like what was there and I'm just kind of like you know what since it's grunge you kind of have to reach like into a darker like yeah. darker side yeah. it can't be like a happy song. So here's my kind of uh, here's my grungy song. I don't I don't know what to call it. Um, here we go. Here goes nothing. Uh, I was listening to, uh, uh, of course, Nirvana. I was listening to uh, Stone Temple Pilots. I was listening to um, Mud Honey, like some some of the mm-hmm. other like kind of underground ones too, just to get some like inspiration. And I don't know, I don't I don't know if it inspired me like that. Much, <laughs> yeah. we'll see. None of us are very yeah. Grungy. We're not we're not grungy. Yeah. So this is as grungy as it gets. You know. Broken lips, she lives in shadows. 
solace and every voice she needs And then she sings Oh yeah And then she sings I need to find a man who will make me feel lonely The birds and bees Is all she ever does to make her feel worth it Still gone from that last hit She finds no exit From the life she chose to live Then, then she says I need to find a man who will make me feel lonely The birds and bees Is all she ever does to make her feel worth it Still gone from that last hit She finds no exit From the life she chose to live And then she says I need to find a man who will make me feel lonely The birds and bees Is all she ever does to make it feel worth it Sounding voice. Worth <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, so broken, broken chick. Like that, that's really what it is. It's like, should I write about like some, like something like that where like she just needs to feel, you know, like it's just like a, some, some chick that I, it's, I don't want to mention these, but I, I know someone like that. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, it's, it's, she could be my inspiration. I like this tune. I actually imagine like Rob Thomas singing that. Oh. It's like, <laughs> it turns into a Matchbox yeah, 20 song. Yeah, it sounds like a Matchbox 20 song. Are they post-grunge? Yeah, it looks like the <laughs> 90s. Well, I don't know. Yeah, mm. late 90s, right? Yeah, like early 2000s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I, like I could no. totally hear him. Okay. <laughs> I guess post, I'll take post-grunge. post-grunge. I'll take post-grunge. <laughs> well, I, I heard like Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like oh, cool. heard, yeah, like, yeah. Red Hot. It it mm. did sound like Red Hot Chili Peppers just from the beginning. Yeah, mm. well, well, one of the songs we we've done right. Uh, I can't remember what is because it's like a song that just has like two chords. Mostly. Scar tissue. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 
Uh, it reminded me of that. And I was yeah. like, and I needed an odd time signature, so I did like a six eight, like for uh, for the for the break. Oh. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One, two, three, four, five, so I did, and then I crossed off all the way at the top. I had lyrics, I had chords not in key, just that B flat. I had an odd time signature in there. I talked about the birds and the bees, and it was grungy. Did it? Challenge completed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Cool. Uh, go high. Yeah. Tell us about your tune. Um. Uh, I'll play it. I like the two five one in there, like oh snap! And that's when you did the uh, the the kind of like the bridge. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, dude, it was cool, man. Yeah, cool. and then I dig it, I dig it. Uh, it's originally it's in G, and then mm-hmm. when it go to the two five one, like uh, I I mean I, I wrote the whole thing where it's like just in G, and then I remember like oh we're supposed to put it in a chord that's <laughs> not in the key oh, or yeah. something, so I modulated the whole thing to D instead oh, cool. for that part. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. so it was like an E minor A D mm-hmm. like towards that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then nice. it goes back to G too. Mm-hmm. So like, and then with this song too, if you look mm-hmm. in my my um, folder for mm-hmm. a lot of these like song challenges, mm-hmm. I have like you know it's like oh challenge number seven or sixteen. Mm-hmm. And, a challenge number sixteen B. Challenge number 16, C. <laughs> so this one, like, oh, I actually, this is like F. <laughs> no, 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 this one isn't too bad. Like, I've gone up to D, I think. Uh-huh. But this one, uh, it, it was a, a B, and uh, I, uh, like, on Tuesday I came into work and I was mm. like, when is our challenges due? Yeah, and I looked it up and I was like, oh no, it's due. <laughs> it's <laughs> due this <laughs> week. Yeah, like, oh. that was when I started mine because you were like, "Hey, did you do your thing with a challenge?" I was like, yeah. "Nope." Yeah, I just remembered it's due in two days. So yeah, I wrote yeah. it. Started writing it yesterday. 
Yeah, and they told you, right, like, oh, I guess we'll see how, what kind of song <laughs> it can get done in one day. Yeah. And even that, it was half a day mm. because I started writing, uh, I wanted to write like a kind of a lo-fi hip-hop song mm. um, in, in the morning. And then I started and halfway through the day, I realized nothing is coming out. Like I had bits and pieces, but I'm like, I don't like any mm. of this. And it's not rolling into a song. So mm. I just had to scrap the whole thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I was telling Aaron that, like, uh, I've been watching, like, this uh, kind of um, fantasy anime kind of thing. Mm. And it has, like, that kind of background mm. music. So yeah, like, it does sound like... Yeah. It's very Fantasia. Like yeah, yeah. yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. And, uh, like, while I was... I kind of started writing mm. it and I started arranging mm. it. And as I was arranging it... Mm-hmm. I try to like think of it as like the hero's journey mm-hmm. that you start off someplace, you build up to the mm-hmm. climax, and the climax can kind of be that like yeah. that building ascending mm-hmm. um, bridge part, right? And then you go back to where you started mm-hmm. from. Mm-hmm. But then I also try to like add in different instrumentation and change what parts play what, yeah, so yeah. it sounds like. You're going back to the beginning, but, but it's you, different. Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, somehow changed like through the process. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and I, key at that point, I kind of wanted to make it a little bit more creepy, not necessarily mm-hmm. like ending on like the happy note that is like, oh, everything is yeah, resolved. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wanted it to just kind of sound like, oh, it. You know, it's like almost like the end question mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's why I had that the low strings kind of play out that end part. Nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. good job. Bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Aaron. Oh yeah, this one. Yeah, so so this one, like I did remember that it was only two weeks, and it started <laughs> last week. Yeah, like trying to listen to to grunge mm-hmm. and like trying to figure it out, and I could. It just wasn't coming out. <laughs> And so, like, I just forced it. And <laughs> it just, just came out with whatever it nice. came out. Because, like, because, yeah, I don't, I wasn't even into grunge when yeah. grunge was popular. So it was like, yeah, mm. I I really had to kind of dig deep and figure mm-hmm. out what a... I like I like doing this challenge, too, because I feel like sometimes, I mean, sometimes we come in and, you know, it's like, oh, pretty happy about how the song came out. But I think other times we come in and it's like, I it was, made something. I don't yeah, know if it's it was, good or not. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um. So remember last week on the podcast when um we were reviewing Renee's video mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then I tried to do something and my my ukulele was not tuned. Yeah. It was because I was playing with drop F. Oh. Yeah. Because oh, <laughs> like you drop know it's F. like a like grunge is kind of they always yeah. do a like drop D drop or D, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I did drop F. Oh snap! Yeah, to hear this. So you're gonna play like with power chords and stuff? Yeah, yeah. So I tried to try to kind of go that really grungy route, but um. So. so yeah, I'm gonna look over here. So I'm looking at your lyrics. <laughs> so yeah, I don't have that grunge voice, so it's just gonna be what it is. So. Picture the perfect daughter boy. 
You know how you told like uh, Aldrin that it sounds like Matchbox t- Twenty or Rob Thomas? Mm. Like I, I think that song too, because like it's yeah, like, it's like a band. The band members wanted to be grunge, uh, but they couldn't find a singer, <laughs> singer yeah. like Kurt Cobain or anything, right? Yeah. So it's like, oh, mm. Rob, Rob can sing or mm. whatever. And then it reminded me too of um, Penny Lane. David Tomo, because uh, yeah, 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 like I can hear. Him it's also that. post-grunge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah, I heard all that stuff in the beginning, but once you get to that, that part where like you're kind of doing that, I'm like, oh, the police, like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's kind of a cool, like, like a different, still same era, like 80s, you know, which is pretty cool that like it kind of mashed those two up, and then it went back to, you know, it went back to the those kind of grungy chords with the open and stuff. Oh, that was yeah, that was like yeah, I was playing around with that that the drop. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. Love it. I like I like that intro even too because it's like um, it's a cool intro, but you can tell it's by like mm. or if it was by a grunge band. Yeah, they're playing that because the guitar player doesn't know how to actually solo. Yeah, he just knows how one chord change. One chord and you just slide it. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, it's supposed to be dirty, right? Yeah. yeah, and then it sounds like even better. But then if you ask him, like, oh, so are you playing in what keys? Like, I don't know what key. I'm just, yeah. I just play one so chord. That was the same thing. <laughs> it's so grunge. And then it was hard. It was really hard to. Uh, fit that two five one mm. in there, so so that's why like the yeah. chorus was kind of like had to go like from that, and then I did kind of like a half, Mm-mm. and then I had to like dirty up that mm, major chord. Yeah. Nice. That's what kind of kind of yeah. what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. Yeah, but like yeah. Writing my song, I had mm-hmm. a hard time like writing the two five one without thinking of like. Oh, Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. and I, I wrote something and I was like, oh, this feels pretty good. And then when I look back at it, I was like, 
Uh, this is two for one, not two five one. Like, ah, oh, so close. It's just one off. Yeah, yeah, and then as soon as they put it to the five, I was like, yep, back to Sunday morning again. Yeah, yeah this was, I think, by far the hardest challenge. For it me. was, it was, it was like out of our comfort zone, you know? Like, yeah. It wasn't reggae or, or anything like that. Yeah. Grunge. We're not, I mean, we, we like it, but we're not like big fans, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. And like I, and then I was telling Kai too that last week when I was trying to write, mm. write uh, like a grungy song, mm-hmm. I was started listening to that stuff, and I was like, I don't want to listen to this. I'm getting <laughs> depressed. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I I know the bands, and I know like the famous songs that like yeah. those bands have and stuff. Yeah, and uh, I own one Nirvana album, and then that's basically Inger- the extent Inger- of my. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's I'm not trying to most, make all. Yeah. yeah. But Most popular. I tried to do a a grudge look like when uh, when when we were kind of performing that whole flannel with the uh, you know with the hat. Yeah. It was Aloha Grunge is what I called it. Uh-huh. That was that was like kind of my my look back then. But other than that, I'm not <laughs> not yeah. I just don't have those kind of problems. You know, like I just yeah. I can't look at the world the way that they do. Like I have my rose colored glasses on. Uh-huh. When when I want to listen to grunge, I listen to the sadder Weezer songs, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, that feels pretty good. <laughs> That's yeah. good enough for me. I don't uh, want to get too sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's depressing. <laughs> no, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like, I got a, I need a palate cleanser after <laughs> listening to my, yeah. isn't, isn't this telling too that it's like, oh, this is too depressing coming from the, the kids who listen to emo music? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was that grunge is a palate cleanser for me recently because I've been listening to nothing but Frozen 2. Like, <laughs> just the soundtrack to Frozen 2. For like the past, month and a half or something dumb <laughs> so like writing something grunge i'm like oh, let's, let's take it to a dark place <laughs> like, uh, yeah let's let's write about that let's let's do that instead of like just let it go all like you know for for a month straight or something or like into the unknown yeah. i need to that this was my palate cleanser so thank <laughs> you was, yeah. whoever said grunge thank you yeah. well, i mean i'm not very good at it but it was a nice yeah, break none of us from <laughs> Yeah, I think when mm-hmm. when grunge was popular, I was getting into ska. Mm-hmm. So it, that's like almost the complete the opposite, opposite of oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's still like a cynical mm-hmm. worldview, mm-hmm. but then it takes it like it's You're, it's like kind of silly or yeah, playful. Yeah, yeah. And, it's yeah. like yeah, everything is hopeless. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's dance. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everything is hopeless. Yeah. let's uh let's make fun of that <laughs> I, I was telling Aldrin like i didn't even try to do grunge because i think if i tried it would just come out sounding like emo or <laughs> pop punk or yeah. something yeah. it's like yeah i don't i don't have it in me to to play my uh, my young wife i mean bless bless her heart <laughs> like she doesn't know like what grunge is and she was asking me at the musician in the house she's asking me, what is grunge i'm like <laughs> I actually don't know until like look it up. Yeah. I knew what grunge music was. According but I, to Wikipedia, if, yeah. If somebody grunge. were to ask me what is that, define it. I'm like, I, you know what? One second, <laughs> like yeah, let, yeah, let yeah. me look it up. But you know, like I, I knew, like I said, Stone Temple Pilots, like Nirvana. Uh, um, uh, who's yeah. that? Band? Oh, Pearl Jam is another, yeah, you know, yeah. another one. Like Mud Honey, like I was saying, uh, it's. Well, you have to yeah. go and you have to live in Seattle for yeah. five months. Apparently, yeah. that's like, yeah. it, it, in order to be true grudge, it has to have like come from like that Washington, a, like from a, Washington State. A yeah. Depressing area. Yeah. yeah. Where, like it's, it's gray most of the time. <laughs> yeah. We don't, we don't have that. Uh, yeah. It's a, it was 
hard to tap into that. It's tough. It's tough, you know. So I just looked to the most depressing person I know, and then I just wrote about that. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I was thinking like, because uh, I, I like Nirvana. It's so the Nirvana Courtney Love thing. So it's like Courtney Love was like, oh, okay, well, I don't know her, but I know someone guy like her. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, kinda... even that too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I had to mm-hmm. like think back to like high school mm-hmm. when there was like a sort of like a manipulative like there was a girl that i knew that was yeah. kind of manipulative mm-hmm. and um just the interactions yeah. that i had with her and that's like that i i didn't have anything else <laughs> you know and yeah. and like you know a lot of grunge lyrics mm-hmm. are pretty like um kind of not specific and no you know yeah, so no, like no. so that was a little easier mm-hmm. i think it was just write nonsense and, <laughs> and then mm-hmm. but like but I, I really had to like kind of imagine mm. what I was going through during that time yeah. period in order to even get something out. Mm-hmm. You know that mm-hmm. that's what it, yeah I, it came down to. Yeah, uh, I I kind of I think too like I'm not grunge is like that feeling of like a festering feeling that yeah. you, is where it's just like oh it's sitting within me right. Yeah, but I'm not that type of person. Like mm-hmm. if anything, you know, I I don't think. Like when something when somebody does something to me, I don't like hold on to it. Where like, yeah, oh, yeah. I'm so angry all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like it's just for me. I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, uh, I'm gonna go sleep and it's... think about all the dumb things I said today that I made. But yeah, uh, it seems yeah. like it's just a different type of person. Well, like we grew up with emo, where like. It was just nothing but whiny, like, you know, like... I'm so sad. High school problems yeah. really compared to, like, grunge, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. see, like, high school problems. Uh-huh. Uh, Nine Inch Nails, yeah. Soundgarden, those are, you know, definitely mm-hmm. some good grunge bands. Yeah. Like, I was listening to Black Hole Sun as well, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's kind of what I was listening to. Because that, that's, like, the poppiest of yeah. grunge. <laughs> <laughs> this is a pop grunge that uh-huh. smells like Teen Spirit, like, that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so those are our grudge songs. <laughs> All right, guys, uh, thank you so much. So if you want to get in on this, it's not too late yet because it's due next week. It's going to be a two five one song. So just write a two five one song in any key. Uh, these are uh, these are chord progressions in two five one. That's just to give you guys uh, an example. Uh, have some if you want some. You can have some lyrics, uh, chords not in key, odd time signature, birds and bees, and make it grunge if you want to. It's a cool little challenge. You know, we challenge ourselves to do it. Um, a couple of other things. Um, Vincent, the UU Plus solo just came out. I worked hard on it, so make sure you check that out. Don Clean, one of my favorite uh, slow guitar, you know, guitar songs. Um, and I've really kind of always wanted to do do an arrangement of that. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Check it out, Vincent. Uh, Van Gogh and little trivia if I my daughter's name is L if my daughter had been my son his name would have been Vincent I, I thought <laughs> that's that's a pretty good trivia but yeah. I, I thought you were gonna say that uh, the trivia that I found and I, exactly. I didn't put it in was that uh, Vincent is Tupac's favorite song oh yeah, yeah really Tupac has said <laughs> huh. that Vincent is his favorite song that is interesting. I did did not know that you just blew my mind. It's, not, it's like me and Tupac share, you know. Should we have some things in common? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so. Thug life. Yeah. And, like. Yeah. <laughs> See my tattoo. And he, just, said, he just says hug. <laughs> <laughs> but also, um, I finished the bottle. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it is completely empty. You see on the bottom there. 
Um, I finished it. What is it? Not yesterday, but Tuesday, right? So this is Tuesday. So this is done. Who was the closest guy? Uh, Renee. Without was, going over. Yeah, I, I think Renee had for the fourteenth or something for like mm-hmm. uh, St. Patty's Day. Okay. She said so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So Renee, you are going to uh, you are going to get a really cool prize because he's stuck with it, and you uh, you know because this is <laughs> still going on. We didn't. We like don't mention it that much, but you know it, it was a contest that was running in the um, you know in the forums. So since this is done, uh, you're gonna get one of these, right, Kahai? So this, yeah, it's wrapped up. Basically, right? the same sauce that I did. So you're gonna get the mm-hmm. same sauce that that uh, that I finished. You try it out. Have your friends try it if you want to. It's delicious if you like spicy stuff. But I also have a limited, very very limited uh, amounts of. Um, of Korean posters that that I was talking oh, about yeah. this past Friday, so um, I have some posters from Korea that like um, you know that, that, a tour that, took, that yeah it's a tour that we did and um, it was just plastered and so there's a picture of it I forgot to bring it today I was supposed to bring it today but I forgot but there's a picture of it in my Instagram where um, it was like kind of plastered the throughout the steps we were like kind of walking down uh-huh. to the club that we were playing at and there was like this uh, just everywhere it's kind of nuts like I've never seen that before yeah. where like. I this multiple posters of myself where we're in a wall. So we're gonna sign it. I'm gonna sign it. Uh, Aaron's gonna sign it because he was part of that tour as well. If you want Kahai to sign it, you can. You know, you can tell Kahai if you want him to sign it too. But uh, we'll sign it and we'll send you that poster and um, and this Hamajang hot sauce. Okay, it took two months, three months, four mm-hmm. months for me to finish this. October. It's on the on the oh, cap. Ten twenty four. So October yeah. 24 is when when I started. End of October. So end of October and beginning of March. So four months. About, mm-hmm. about yeah. four months. It's because I was saving up money for my for my wife, like for my wife's uh, um, anniversary present. So I didn't eat at the office as much, but I finished it. So there it is. It's gone, and you get the prize. Okay. <laughs> um, same prize actually goes to the uh, to, goes to the person who shows me how uh, how Ventura Highway is done. Okay. <laughs> show me how that song is done make a video of yourself playing that song tell me like and start the video with saying Eldrine this is how you play Ventura Highway <laughs> I'll give you a first person does that I'll give you a poster as well I have maybe four of those posters so that's already two you know like it's <laughs> and I don't even so that's how much I have total so I'm giving away two <laughs> and I don't you know I don't even know if I'll keep one for myself at this point because it's it's kind of cool it's kind of cool but do you remember that one? The, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Miss yeah. Moon made that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So really cool. Just um, uh, I'll send it over. I'll bring it tomorrow for the Aloha Friday Live Jam, so people can see the you know the, the poster and stuff. If you make a a cover of Ventura Highway. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys tomorrow for Aloha Friday Live Jam. Make sure to check out Vincent. We got some more great stuff coming up for you this month. So stick it. Uh, stick around <laughs> and um, keep it locked in here. I was going to say stick around and keep it locked in and stick it. <laughs> yeah. uh, keep it locked in here at ukulele on the ground.com. Have a great one. Aloha and we'll see you guys for one-on-one coaching.